Hello, my friends. Andrew Ferguson here with another episode of the Buy Back Your Life show. Today, we're talking about five steps you can take right now to become rich in five years. But before we do that, if there's anybody new listening to the channel right now, this is an important message for you. This is the place where we talk all things investing, business building, personal growth, and more. And it's a place where you can kind of learn how I'm doing things, how I share my experiences. I have other people on here at time to time that share their experiences. And we just kind of all come together and work together to become better investors, better human beings, and just kind of have more awesome, incredible lives. And as the motto of the show goes, we're always working to buy back our lives. So if you want to learn how to do that and take some baby steps and learn some stuff, check out my website at www.tradingoptionsability.com. There are free articles there. There's some free eBooks. There's a link to this whole podcast as well. And I have a weekly newsletter that I send out on Thursdays as well, documenting different kinds of things happening in the economy, the stock market, the real estate market, and other trends that I'm seeing that I want to share with you guys. So make sure you check that out. And now let's get into the episode and talking about five steps to take right now to be rich in five years. And this isn't a quick thing. This is a long-term kind of play. And you might think it and see it, hey, five years is kind of quick, but you know what? You can actually make a crazy amount of progress in five years if you're hitting it every single day. Where people go wrong, in my opinion, myself as well, is thinking you can actually make it happen quicker than that. But this, this process is about learning and growing and understanding more about the money and economy and just where kind of the best returns are. And once you have an idea of where those things happen, you can position yourself and set yourself up for success long-term. And it can happen in as less as five years. And you've seen that with businesses that are built uh, with other investors who kind of figure out a system and just kind of go all in that system. So you can definitely do this. It's just, it's up to you if you're going to do the work and follow some of these steps here. And I follow these steps as well. And it's worked out pretty well for me. I'm very kind of happy with the progress that I've made. Never content, find you, but happy with kind of the way things are going. A couple of rental properties, a little bit of crypto, a little bit of stock portfolio. It's getting kind of kicked right now this year. So keep these in mind. Think about if you can apply them to your life and hopefully you get some value out of them here. So number one, for getting rich. You need to know where your money is going. And out of this, there's really like four main kind of categories you have to kind of think about. Number one is, is debt. Obviously, you have to understand what you owe. And that could be uh, mortgage debt. It could be your rent every month. It could, if you have some student debt kicking around. I know how that kind of hangs over people a little bit. Student debt's a tough one to shake. Uh, credit cards, kind of the worst kind of debt out there. Uh, taxes and uh, any kind of other like spending that you might have if you're buying vacations or luxury brands or cars or anything else. All that stuff kind of goes in. It goes in the credit card. So what you owe it directly impacts all these other kind of three accounts that you have underneath that. And that is what you have to grow, what you have to give, and what you have to live. That's kind of the idea behind these. There's four categories. So if you understand what you owe and where that money is going and flowing to the O category, you can kind of limit that. You will give yourself a better chance to kind of get ahead financially. And if you can keep it to like maybe 25, 30% of what you owe every month is going into that account, then you can kind of get the rest of your cash and spread around in the grow category, which is your short-term and kind of long-term kind of goals for savings, your retirement kind of funds, those sort of things. And you can put more money towards the give amount, which is kind of the way you give to charity. That doesn't have to be like a monetary amount. That can be with your time, with your expertise, mentoring, all these different things in the give category and the live category, which is kind of your discretionary expenses. Like if you kind of have a couple kind of hobbies to keep you kind of uh, well-minded and kind of in peak physical shape, potentially, those are other things you want to kind of give and give some uh, cash to as well. So you want to understand those four categories. When you do, and you can limit the amount that go into the O, you just bump up and beef up the other three. That's living for the future, living kind of putting some stuff on hold right now for the kind of the greater cause that you're living towards as you kind of go through. And what I like to do 
is I like to take and pay myself first. Like you probably heard that term before is just when you get a paycheck, you try to wait till the end of the month and then you're going to have cash left over. You think you're going to, sometimes you don't. So what you want to do and what I do is I kind of take my paycheck and I kind of cut it off and take a certain percentage of it every single paycheck the day after, throw it in a separate account, which I can then use for the grow, give and live accounts. And I do it that way. So that it's there right away. And I just live on less. And I don't really notice a difference, to be honest with you. It just, it just becomes automatic and that's what I have to live on. And that's how I kind of do it myself. Number two is that you have to financially educate yourself. And I can't tell you how much my life changed after I started reading personal finance books and just like kind of personal help books. When you read, you're downloading information that someone else has spent an incredible amount of time to uh, accumulate for you. And reading is good, but you have to read and then apply. So when you read, take something away from a book and actually implement it in your life and stick with it for 21 days, which is kind of the default kind of area where you have to get to, to establish a habit. Once you do that, and if you're understanding like how money works better, if you're understanding a certain type of investment and you practice it for 21 days, it becomes part of your kind of habits and in your day-to-day operation. So if you can do that and you can understand money better, You'll know the system, you understand the weak spots, the strong spots where you can kind of position yourself in the cracks to exploit the system that we're in. And not everybody agrees with the money system that's constructed today. And they don't teach you this stuff in school either. So you have to kind of do your own research, but there are gaps in the system that you can go and kind of craft and create your kind of niche in if you know where to look. But if you don't know where to look, you don't educate yourself and you don't understand how money works. It's very hard to see opportunity when it's there in front of you, maybe smacking you on the face going, hey, this is an opportunity you should get in on, but you don't understand it because you don't have the financial kind of literacy to get there, which a lot of people don't. So if you have never studied money before, don't worry. You can definitely get started on YouTube. You can get started uh, with different books, podcasts like this, wherever you're at, just get started and kind of start financially educating yourself on what money is, how it works, where it flows, and just understand the principle too, that there is enough money out there for everyone to get what they want. So it's, it's not like it's limited. It's limitless, in fact. If you kind of believe you can get it, you can go make it happen. On to number three. If you want to get rich, you need to learn how to pay down your debt. Or at the very least, you have to only borrow money to invest in an opportunity where you can actually earn more than the debt that you have in there. So a good example of that, if you're going to borrow, borrow, they don't like to borrow to spend, right? You don't want to borrow and go on a trip where you're not getting a, like a financial return. You're getting a, like a pleasure and emotional return, which is great but you still have to come up with the cash for that. But where in turn, if you bought a rental property, let's say and you spent $100,000, that rental property is going to bring you in income every year. And eventually that income is going to give you back 100K in capital over time. So then you can use that kind of asset, then go pay off the rental property itself and then go pay for your vacation and other kind of luxuries in life. So you need to have the debt kind of pay down plan in, uh, in effect, but you also want to be able to not be afraid of borrowing when it's borrowing for the right cost. But if you have kind of consumer debt, or if you have auto debt or student loans, all those kind of things you need to kind of think about and be more intentional with how you use your money. If you do have those things and just kind of understand that every dollar that you owe, it takes away from a dollar you can actually grow. So keep that in mind and just understand the debt load and kind of what that has in effect. And also when you're looking at the debt load, look at the interest rates because the interest rate of a credit card is much different than the interest rate of a personal line of credit. Like a credit card would be anywhere from 19, 25%, give or take. A line of credit could be anywhere from, I've seen 3% to 6%, even higher, 8%. So, but very different in interest rates. So if you do have debt, think about paying down the one with the highest interest rates first, or you kind of tackle the biggest kind of debt total or the one that's costing you the most and go from there. Another thing you need to do if you want to become rich in five years is have multiple streams of income. 
And this one was huge for me when I was getting started. I only had one stream, which is my nine to five job. And it's very hard to get rich and get wealthy on just a job because you have so much time, right? So much time is committed to kind of building your skills in your career and then kind of putting in the time with coworkers and colleagues and presenting and papers and research and building other skills and communication. And there's only so many hours in a day. And if you have a job, you're limited to kind of 40 hours, 80 hours a week. Even if you do that, you can only do that for so long before you get burnt out. And there's a cap to what you can earn. But there's no cap to how many cryptocurrencies you own or how much stock income you can have in dividends every year or how many rental properties you want to have or how many businesses you can build. The key is that you want to have one source of income, use that capital to then build other sources of income. What you're actually doing when you're doing that is you're using your cash to buy more income. Think about it that way. You're, you're using the money you have in your one job, in your nine to five, let's say, and you're using it to buy other sources of income. So you're buying money that's coming into your bank account. And when you do this enough and you have numerous sources of income, eventually it gets to the point where they just kind of take over and that constant cash flow just keeps coming in. It's very nice and it puts it on autopilot for you where your nine to five income that becomes optional because of the income that you bought over time. And millionaires and the rich, they have multiple sources of income. All of them do. It's very rare that you meet somebody that's very rich where they only have money coming in in one way. And if it's like a main business, they'll have other kind of ways within that business to make money, different ways of doing it. It's not all in one basket because it's very kind of risk adverse to do that. If you want to just have more income streams, you limit the risk out, you spread the risk out. And if one cash flow stream is interrupted, you still have the other ones kind of flowing and kind of float the boat instead of having just one source of income. So get multiple and grow, grow them as much as you can. And the last thing here, number five, increase your grow category. So out of the Oh, grow, live, and give. You want to make sure that your grow category is taking care of you. And that's the one that's going to be your uh, retirement fund when you get older, when it's going to be your 401k if you're in the States or if you're in, your, in Canada, you may be an RSP where your company may match a little bit if you're in a nine to five kind of role, corporate role. But you want to make sure you top up your grow and have that kind of percentage increase as often as they can. Because again, the more you're growing your income and you're, and you're growing your savings, you're just cutting down the time you have to actually work and do things that you might not want to do. So if you can kind of save 20% of your income and put in that grow category and invest it, maybe you can retire five years early. But if you put 40% of your income in that grow category, invest it, maybe you can chop that five years off and make it 15. So that's kind of the risk reward you have to think about when you're actually making these kind of things and taking money out of the grow and using it for the O in the debt category or giving it or kind of, which is, which is good to give. But uh, just, just have that kind of mindset that if you're if you're spending a lot and you're, you're, you're having trouble spending, like you're taking away from your future, right? You're, you're just adding more time on that you have to actually work for money. So the more you kind of save, the more you can invest and grow, the better off you're going to be in the future because you're building your retirement kind of nest egg now and you're increasing the effects of compound interest. And eventually it'll kind of just get to the point where it runs itself and it's on autopilot. So those are the five tips in a nutshell of how you can kind of take them now to become rich in five years. And now- I know you might be thinking like, Hey, well, these are great. And like, I'm already kind of doing this right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you. Like, are you actually like, are you actually kind of all in on kind of getting rich? Is that your goal? If you want to get rich and you have an idea of what that is, and you're not all in, you're not doing these things, you're not thinking about them on the daily. I don't think you're kind of putting enough effort into it because it does take an incredible amount of time and effort to become rich and to become like that kind of upper echelon of person. Like if, if you want to get to that financial kind of Mount Rushmore, you have to put in the work. And you have to do all these things all the time to be able to get there. And like, is it worth it? Well, some will say yes to this. Some will say it wouldn't. It depends on your priorities. But if that's your goal, go all in and go do it. 
and get these kind of things in your wheelhouse, understand them because the actions you take today will directly affect who you are in the future, right? So five years away, your actions today become who you are five years from now. That's the kind of message of this episode. Hope you guys got some value out of it. And if you guys want to ever check out the website, check out YouTube channel, you can do that. They're both uh, in the description for the show notes. I will kind of plug the YouTube channel right now just because more content's going on there than anywhere else besides this podcast. And that is www.youtube.com slash the at symbol andrew.ferguson. That's my YouTube channel. Go check it out. Subscribe if you get some value out of it or keep listening to the podcast. Keep working to buy back your life. Love you guys. Talk to you later. See you in the next one.